0: guys if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain it is totally free everybody loves free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcasts and many many more you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started
1: Sport that could have been counted out to start as early as it has is the most contact ridden sport in all of the world, in my opinion. That is the UFC. Welcome back, guys. We made it to episode number 22. Thanks for coming along with us again. Uh, My name's Chris. I'm joined by three other guys that just kind of showed up here today. Kevin, Barton, Matt, and Bart. I don't know how to pronounce your last names. So I'm not even going to give it a try. Let's keep it that Uh, way. Yeah. There we go. Yes.
0: It's a secret. I mean, if I say it, we just spontaneously combust.
1: Okay. Do it. I want to do it for content. Is that what? That's good content.
2: That's interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, okay, fine. I'll say it. Gnetski.
3: Oh, gee. Okay. okay.
2: I'm starting to dissolve. (laughs) I'm starting to
4: dissolve. (laughs) <laughs> oh my God! Okay. All right.
1: Well,
3: if the, if if that shook the world, well then I might I might need to hold off on my last name. Nope.
1: Oh, we're we're already through this. We're already we're already knee deep in this. We're just going Okay. Got, just gotta I'll say go it. for it.
3: I'll say it
0: if you don't want to, Bart. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well,
2: definitely never saying that.
1: My full
0: name actually is Mateusz Michał Łukasz Knieczewski. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's
1: Adorable. how we're starting number twenty-two, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you again for giving us a listen this week. We really appreciate your support, whether it's your first time or whether it's your 22nd time listening to us. Thank you for the support. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at ITMPod. Obviously, it stands for Inside the Minds Pod, and also all four of us individually. I think Dana White's a genius. I'm just going to start it off that way, because like I started in the intro, I don't think – Anybody could have predicted that the UFC, which is arguably the sport that involves the most hand-to-hand contact, body-to-body contact, is the pretty much the first one to come back full, full on. Right. So to build something like he has with Fight Island, and to get it to the point to where it is now, I think it's it's. Nothing short of a miracle, in my opinion, but when you have that much money, I don't think it really matters. But to start it off, UFC 251 this Saturday, Fight Island, which is Yaz Island, am I saying that right, off the coast of Abu Dhabi, three title fights, and Jorge Masvidal, holy cow. 20 pounds in six days. I didn't think he was going to pull it off, but it Uh, seems like he's about to.
2: Because it's a lie.
1: yeah i doubt no yeah i doubt (laughs) he
4: was
0: eating pizza two days ago he stopped in italy to get a personal pizza i mean honestly he said that so he when i turned on that uh first take interview with him uh i I love watching Jorge. like whenever he talks he's super funny but he's like and then Stephen is like oh am i hearing this right are we do we believe in you like you have 20 pounds he's like yeah 22 pounds in six days he's like y'all can believe me with god on my side i'm like bro you had training on your side shut up (laughs) <laughs> you 100%. stopped in Italy to get a pizza. You can you can relax.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, is the fight called off if he doesn't make way in?
0: Uh, well, I mean, it was, uh, what's it, oh, my God. Kamaru Usman has to agree to it, and then he gets gotcha. fine and all that kind of good stuff, but he's, it's going to be fine. He'll be all right. Like, I, this this is to, this is totally to play with Usman's head for sure, like 100%. White
1: Island has been hyped for so long now. Only like three months they can't. I mean, yeah, since quarantine started, essentially. They which can't which feels like three years, Kevin. Okay.
2: It feels like 69 years, actually.
1: <laughs> Kevin's back. I here. where the you jokes. got that, that number
4: from.
1: <laughs> 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 one day we'll get sound effects. We'll have the budget to get some actual sound effects on this show, which is why I need to keep listening. So thank you again. But. <laughs> We got three title fights going on, Bart. I know you're the big you know better out of all four of us. I mean, what do you think's a what do you think's a good a good bet for for this Saturday? Uh
3: I did, this is probably like the best fight card that we've had in a while. It's going to be really tough uh to choose because um, I think for the most part it's all it's all fairly fairly uh, even, except for uh, Paige Van Zandt and Amanda uh, Ribas. <laughs> uh, Amanda's supposed to win, uh, her, her odds are pretty much a thousand to one, and Paige is at uh, plus six fifty, which is incredible, because. Paige actually won her last fight in the first round, but the, it, it was a year ago. She hasn't really done much since, uh, like since 2019 and well, January, 2019. Wow. So that's a year and a half. Yeah. It's, it, it's a long time, but it, she's, she's, she's fought some decent people. So I, I, I really don't understand why. Those those odds are are, are so f- uh, for Amanda because Amanda hasn't fought any anyone particular either. So, I I think I don't know. Paige is gorgeous too. So yeah, I thought she retired to go into modeling. So that's well, he, well <laughs> she, she she was reporting. She was reporting. Th- that's why she was gone for so long. But so, Bart, do you want to know the exact odds essentially on everything? Well, based on our Google Doc, that's that's what I.
0: <laughs> uh, wait, so hold on, I got you. I should have added it. It's my fault. You know. Okay, so you got Usman at a minus three twenty, and Masvidal is a plus two sixty on that fight. Um, and then Volkanovsky is a minus two twenty, and Holloway is a plus one eighty
4: five.
0: I guess you know Peter Yan is a minus two forty, and Jose Aldo is a plus two hundred. I would definitely, uh, if I were anyone at all whatsoever, vote on Peter Yan for that one. Only because Jose Aldo is like he's like on the downhill, and I don't know for why sure. he's favored. Uh, but yeah, well, and then Jessica Andrade is a plus one. Definitely
2: pick
3: the opposite of whatever Matt just told you.
0: Well, I I don't know. Oh, I, that's the only one that I'm confident in. I could say right so
3: yeah, yeah no, I, I I like Peter Yan in that one too. And and Rose, I know that she lost Andrade uh, last. She's time, a minus two
0: hundred. Like, so,
2: but she's a she's
0: a Rose yeah. is a savage. Yeah, she is. So I mean, I would bet on her too for sure. <laughs>
2: All right, so what do you guys think is going to be the best fight on this card? Uh, so yeah, I was thinking
0: for sure. I mean, Masvidal—he's one of the the people that I think you tune in to watch in the UFC, right? Um, he's one of them. Conor McGregor's one of them. John Bones Jones is one of them. Uh, GSP was when I like, you know, I had to tune in. You go somewhere, you buy the fight. You essentially watch all those guys. They're 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 the they're the kings of the sport right now. But I mean, Masvidal, like his career-defining moments, like. For example, like he started in street fighting, he went all the way up. He ranked up again. Uh, for me, it started when he beat Cerrone in his, you know, TKO in his hometown of Denver. Darren Till from London. He knocked him out in London. Ben Askren was the six-second flying knee, uh, which was the record time, essentially. And then Nate Diaz was, like, a real, like, street fight scrap. And then that was for the BMF title. So, I, I – you always have to tune, on, tune in when Masvidal fights. Um, but Usman's not going to make this an easy fight whatsoever. Um, he showed that against Covington that, you know, he's got, you know, what it takes to 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 win a belt, to keep that belt on his shoulder. Um, Hopefully they fight for the BMF title too, right? Because that would make the most sense, I guess. <laughs> but I, for me, I mean, that's going to be the the best fight on this card for sure, hundred percent. Like for me,
3: yeah, I definitely think it's it's uh, that that fight is is going to be incredible. I mean, you have Usman; he's more of a, a, a tactical fighter, and then you have Mazaval M- who's more of a uh, a, a street fighter, you know, so that's, that's always, it's always enjoyable to watch. Trained with Kimbo Slice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm that'll working be lots of McDonald's in Florida. <laughs> I I didn't even know that, but that's, that's awesome. For that is so much cool. Eat some Big
2: Macs. <laughs> Literally.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, when he was 19 years old, uh, there was a street fight tournament that he was called to in a drive through in Florida in McDonald's and Kimbo Slice called him and yeah, that's how he started his fighting career.
4: <laughs> no idea. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, he's got a great background, and I mean, to me, like he, like I said before, he
3: talks and talks and talks, but he definitely packs everything up. So, yeah, and I, th- I and obviously, I think that's the obvious answer. But uh, Andrade first first Rose is going to be fantastic. Rose, Rose always brings it. I think she's probably one of the most entertaining female fighters in the UFC. Um, But yeah, I, I think we got to bring up the fact that we have a welterweight title, a featherweight title, a bantamweight title, and then Rose and Jessica are, are, are one and two. So, wow. uh, What a card! It's, it's going to be incredible. Yeah, and you're missing out on it, Bart. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. I'll I'll be in Colorado, but uh, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to stop by somewhere to to to, uh, to catch I hope nowhere showing it since you're. Abandon this. <laughs> That's kind of harsh. <laughs> that is. That is kind of one way or another. I will catch it. Just I mean, to me as well. Live, but. I'll mention this too. I mean,
0: Volkanovski against Holloway is going to be a pretty good fight. That's like the immediate rematch for that featherweight title that uh, Max Holloway lost. But uh, Holloway is one of those people that he essentially he puts people into like mind games too because he'll say that he didn't have a full camp um he plays video games a lot like his latest stream his last stream was literally playing call of duty before going to fight island instead of training so (laughs) this will be this will definitely be an interesting scrap too i want to bring up
3: who the real winner is for this weekend though no it's dana white Yes, absolutely. Because he one hundred percent got the better matchup with George uh, uh, Mazzaval instead of uh, Justin Gilbert. Or Gilbert sorry, Burns. Gilbert Burns. Sorry, I don't. <laughs> no, <it's real laughs> Justin <close>. Gilbert's a cornerback <laughs> for for the Browns, I think. Um, I, yeah, I don't know why. Okay. Anyways, Gilbert Burns. I think Gilbert Burns. He's going to be a really good fighter, but uh Usman and Burns ha- both haven't made that big of a name for their- themselves yet. Uh Masvidal who has like 35 wins or something like that, right? He's this is going to be his 49th fight. Uh, I think they needed that kind of presence for Fight Island. So I'm I'm really glad that that this worked out, but I think Dana White is is the real winner.
0: Yeah, this. I mean Nothing against Gilbert Burns at all whatsoever. He obviously – he deserves a settle fight, especially after uh, defeating, oh, my God, Webley, right? That was his yeah. last fight. Uh, so, uh, he definitely deserved it. But at the same time, I mean, it is what it is. He had COVID. Uh, you know, you can't fight. Uh, so, I mean and – he, and he's apparently very sick with it too. So, uh, hopefully he gets better soon. But, I mean, who knows? This might start a whirlwind because if Masvidal loses – I he gets an immediate rematch because then he'll say he had a short camp and then he might you know then this might force if he wins then this might force Connor out of retirement so Connor and Masvidal can fight i there's a there's a world when that might happen from this that'll be fun to watch Connor uh
2: Masvidal would be a fun fight to watch absolutely all the shit talking would be incredible <laughs> oh, man. What a build up it, it like I thought Diaz
0: and uh, Conor McGregor when when they fought that that was bad. This is this would be a hundred
3: times yeah, worse. But, but Diaz is an idiot though. Yeah, he just sounds like a box of rocks. It's like, uh, <laughs> because his brains bashed in from fighting. Well,
0: I mean that and he just smokes like a pound of weed every single day. So <laughs>
3: he <never laughs> he was, like he's child. never
0: he's never sober in his life. So you know, yeah, true. That, that's
1: it. That's all it is. <laughs> Well, I think Saturday is going to be a great, great addition and a great, um, renewal of the UFC coming back, I think full force, you know, we did have UFC 250, but I think this one's just a little more hyped up. It's got a better card and it's a great introduction back into the world of the UFC. Well, now that we've kind of just gotten our UFC talk out of the way, it's a really exciting thing just coming in to this Saturday. Um. But I just want to kind of know, what have you guys been up to this past week? I know from our group chat, you guys have had some pretty interesting weeks. So I, uh, I, I think the listeners deserve to know what we've been, what we've been doing.
0: Kevin, you know, since you haven't yeah, – this is the third straight week you'd go last because Chris, you know, he'd make you go last.
2: Kevin, you can go first. And no, uh, we'll we'll continue that. Uh, <laughs> man, how have you been? The best goes last, so that's fine. <laughs> all right, whatever. All right, that's fine. You know what? Well, I mean, I always go
0: last, so. <laughs> oh, all right. Throw that in there. Um, not I mean, if I'm the first tr- <laughs> true – you know, Chris, I've been good. I realized one thing. Uh, the I finally finished my bag of barbecue sunflower flower seeds. They were okay. You know, I'd give them like a six point seven out of ten. Ranch is still the goat. Um, I got this like this big old like bag of sunflower seeds, and I just tried jalapeno hot salsa and sweet and spicy and spicy savory sunflower seeds are the way to go. Spicy sunflowers you just suck. I'll throw <laughs> that out there. Never do it. Not worth it. Just just don't do it. Just ranch barbecue. There's a buffalo ranch sunflower seeds which tastes like a buffalo wing, but I. <laughs> Don't want to remind myself of that when I eat, you know, uh, so far as he is. But other thing that caught my attention this week, um, I don't know if you guys remember who Sam Macho is. Uh, he is a former Chicago Bear. Um, but him and several Chicago athletes, actually, they brought a grocery store to the west side of Chicago. Uh, they all raised $500,000. To buy a liquor store, so they could tear it down and build a grocery store in its place. The new grocery store will only be one of three and a half mile radius, which is really cool. It will be operated in partnership with BTH, which is by the hand. It's a nonprofit organization, which is adjacent to the event site, so which is awesome. The demolition started a couple days ago. Uh, It's an event that was attended by By the Hand Youth. Uh, It was attended by the police officers of Chicago, some CPD officers, Uh, Mayor, Lori Lori Lightfoot, a lot of athletes, I'll name them. Uh, NFL commissioner was there, Roger Goodell, which is awesome. And then David Brown, the police superintendent. But some of the athletes that uh, were there, Jonathan Taze was there, Malcolm Subban, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, he probably overthrew his donation. Ooh, bada bing, bada boom. Uh, Charles <laughs> Leather, Ch- Charles Lano Jr. That was, was so there. bad. Yep, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> for a good Mitch, I love you, it's for a good cause. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I was tra- drinking
3: water, man. Come on.
0: <laughs> Charles Leonard Jr. was there. Austin Carr, which uh actually plays for the Saints. Matt Kasky plays for the Carolina Panthers. Uh we had a Green Bay Packer there. Tyler Lancaster, Lucas Giolito, which plays for the Sox. Um uh, Max Struess, which plays for the Bulls, Israel Donajay, um he was a Chicago Bear alumni. Uh Ryan uh, Ryan, Ryan like was there. Yeah, Ryan Pace was there. Jimmy Murray, he was a – he plays for the Jets. Now, Kevin, there's some additional donors here, which is, like – which blows my mind. Um, the Cardinals donated money, uh, specifically Paul Goldschmidt, which is pretty cool. Uh, Nick Putkowski <laughs> from the Raiders, which he used to play for the Bears last season. Uh, Ryan Diacono donated. Jason Kipnis, Jason Hayward, and Chase Daniels. So, there was people, like uh, – there was uh one more the detroit tigers are also donated so all this good cause i love it you know you know spread some positivity around chicago which hasn't been positive lately but you know here we are here we go
3: yeah that's awesome i i I did actually hear about that that's i i just didn't really look that much into it but (laughs) that's that's really cool that is cool one less
2: food desert yes exactly
1: all right. Well, cool, Bart. What have you been up to?
3: Can't well, to I was, this. <laughs> I was, uh, I was hanging out with some of my buddies on Saturday. Well, I was, I was trying to get there. And, <laughs> um. So the the issue is, is that he lives on seventy sixth Court, and I may have typed in seventy six Avenue. Which is in the same location, kind of, but it is it is not. It's okay. So that sounded really weird. It's pretty much like in the same neighborhood, right? It is not. So I was super confused. <laughs> and I typed in that address. I went to the house, and they're just like, "Yeah, just come through the side gate and just just walk in, right." oh god <laughs> Well, i walked into the side gate i i go up the stairs i'm like this doesn't look familiar I, i've been there before but like only like twice and i kind of like forgot but i was a complete idiot so anyways i walk in and there's this lady standing there she's like what are you doing here and i was just like uh is so and so here and She's like, no, who's that? And I was like, I think I'm in the wrong house. <laughs> and She's like, yeah, why don't you knock? I was just like, I'm, I'm going to leave. Oh, wait, hold on. Not only did you go into
0: this house, you went in without knocking?
3: Yeah, well, because- they said to just walk in. Oh, God. Yeah, They said to just, just go oh, no. through, through the gate, through the back, open the door, just walk in. We're, we're upstairs. Why do like people that? leave their doors unlocked? That's the real question. Well, I walked through the side <laughs> gate, so I don't think they had the side door locked. And oh my god, like I like walk down the stairs. This is, there's like this like big dude, and he's like just staring at me, and I'm just like, oh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that, I'm gonna get out of here." Which the really bad thing, I I feel like such an idiot, is because this was like in the middle of the street. My friend's house is like at the end of a cul-de-sac. So (laughs) how did I not remember that and continue to walk through a random person's house? I don't know. But I eventually made it. It just took me a minute. It was pretty awkward.
2: A-plus work, Bart. Thanks. Well... Uh, so I discovered this wonderful YouTube channel. Uh, I follow this put these guys on uh, Snap Stories, but I didn't know they had a YouTube channel until today. It's called Good Mythical Morning. It is the most random show full of nonsense ever. Uh, they turn random nonsense into food. Like they put gushers into French toast. They put f- fish and crickets into french toast matt thought that was disgusting
0: yeah yeah i mean it was disgusting i don't know if,
2: <laughs> they literally picked up it. the fish's head and they <sighs> there's insects there i'm like what the hell is going uh, on i almost threw up but uh then i was watching this other one where they put random nonsense into like a industrial size ice shaver and they tried putting putting a tickle me elmo in there and as they're shoving, yeah, they <laughs> they shoving his foot in there elmo just says tickle me i just started dying laughing. Uh, so this is my new addition. They're like 15 minute episodes. They're great. Um, and on top of that, this is kind of cool news. Um, I'm the first sports psychologist to work with a Belizean athlete. So, you know, no big deal, but, uh, yeah, so that's my week.
1: Very nice. Very nice. That's awesome. That's that's really cool that you got a client like that. Is she an Olympian?
2: Uh, not yet. (laughs) yet. She's an international champion. She's won in the U S Mexico, Belize. With uh, so, with Kevin's training, you know, yeah, she, she might be on her way there in no time. Yeah. With Kevin's absolutely. training, she'll get this next year.
1: Might see her at second place. What?
2: Hey, a medal's <laughs> a medal. That would be incredible. <laughs> no, I mean yeah, at the absolutely. race. No, I'm I'll be like I'm the sports <laughs> no psychologist for a if I civil medalist like, Yeah. <laughs> 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 if you're one of the top 16 cyclists in the world, heck yeah. Like,
1: I would cry. I'm, Literally. I'd be like Kevin
2: trainer. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, I'm totally kidding. If she, if if she's listening, like, by all means, Kevin Kevin's great at what he does, and you're in great hands. So, I hope I'm great at what I do. Ah, <laughs> uh, you will be. You will be. But uh. I haven't had much going on this week, so there's really not a lot that I can report. Um, I've been starting to go to the gym pretty regularly, so I'm pretty proud of that for myself. It's cool. um trying to, dude. It's it's rough. Pave I'm me. still trying to. F- I'm still trying to figure out to the eating right part. I think I've got my workouts down, but the eating Pave right me. thing is, uh, is trying to, to ignore Kevin.
2: Go to officeboardperformance.com for all your
1: nutrition needs. Oh, that's a read for later. But <laughs> no free ads. <laughs> oh. No free ads, Kevin. <laughs> Y'all are getting um, paid for that. <laughs> there, I mean, it's like it's what we like to hear, but. Um, yeah, really nothing to, nothing to report on, but you know, I'm just excited that baseball and hockey and, and hopefully the NBA is coming back. Um, everything we'll talk about that later, but it it feels like team sports are just starting to finally make their way back. And I'm just pumped for that. I've missed it so much. I've missed it more than I ever thought I was going to. And I thought I was going to miss it a lot. So I'm pretty pumped for everything just to start to feel like it's coming back to normal. Um, With that being said, though, my personal favorite sport, the one I grew up playing, the one that my small town in West Central Illinois only had the money for, baseball, it is coming back at the end of this month. Heck yeah, it is. Kind of. Nope,
2: no kind of about it. It's happening.
1: It's We're kind of falls dude. deep in it. No, it, it's definitely kind of like if There's they can't get this a COVID field testing of dreams. Stuff,
2: There's a field of dreams. There's a field of baseball. We're having it.
1: They <laughs> can't get this COVID testing done, man. And it seems like so many base or MLB players are just are speaking out about it right now. And I, I still think the season's gonna happen, but it makes me wonder at the very least and I, I don't know how you can't at least wonder about it. So in all seriousness, like, what do you guys, what do you guys think? Are they playing? Are they not? Schedule's already out. They're hyping people up for it, but man, though, it, it just feels like the season's going to come back because of all the hype. And I think baseball would just get a really bad name to have pretty much everything in line to start the season with and then just drop everybody's hopes on a dime and well, say, no, nope, like we not playing. Yeah. That
0: that's, sounds like Rob Madfriend. Uh, yeah, that's literally lot, his
2: so. MO. And season.
0: apparently there's a ton of owners that really don't want to play. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that did happen, but at the same time, these players want to play. We want, we want them to play as much as like, you know, I'm a newer baseball fan. Like I've been saying before, I want them to play. Um, the testing snafu kind of like got to me because it's like, okay, first of all, they did the tests, then for the July weekend happened, and then the lab that they were sending them to didn't work that weekend, so there was a delay. I'm like, you guys are Major League Baseball. You pay them extra money to work over a holiday weekend in order to get this shit right. I'm sorry. What the hell is going on here, Mr. Manfraud? Uh, first of all? And second, I – so <laughs> – uh, I don't know, like these, these like logistics of travel either, because the Cardinals play the Cubs three times at home, but then they play fourteen times at Wrigley apparently out of twenty, right? Yeah. But then Real they fair. go, Pits- yeah, but then they go to Pittsburgh, but then you know the Cubs travel farther to Pittsburgh to play there fourteen times and Cincinnati fourteen times. I'm like, what? What is going on? Like, you can't make it even, like you know, just to throw it out there, ten and ten. But you know, whatever. I'm just, I'm just a fan. Yeah, so. I don't know
2: how they didn't manage to even up the schedules whatsoever. The, Car- the Cubs definitely got favored in the Raid- or in the Cards Cubs series by far. Um, but then they got screwed with the Pittsburgh series. But the Reds and Pittsburgh's not going to be good, so that's debatable. Um, but yeah, I think season will end up happening. Yeah, they had that delay, but at the same time, they only had sixty-six positive tests over almost four thousand tests. Yeah, like, the Cubs had no tests. I don't know about the Cardinals. Cardinals had three, and they were like prospects. They're probably not even making the roster. So yeah,
0: whatever. Just prospects. They have yeah. COVID. It doesn't matter. Yeah,
2: um, but it <laughs> won't t- be people. I that sincerely are do not mean that. Everyone, yeah. I do not mean that. <laughs> uh, it won't be people that are traveling. So I'm not too worried about it. I was worried Goldie had it because they were like posting pictures to social media, and he wasn't pictured. And I was like, God damn it! But then they released the names. Um, so that was good. Um, but yeah, I think the season will happen. It's just a matter of making sure they're in the test on time. But and starting
3: around a holiday weekend not ideal for testing. Nah, not fam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I also think it's important to realize that during this time, I I think the fact that they're preparing to have a season is good, but the fact that you know anything can happen within a day, everything could be shut down, you know? So uh, I I just think that it's important to realize that we're in kind of different times right now. And uh, if, if, if they, if MLB does have to shut down because something drastic happens or so many uh, more players are, are testing positive, then I think it is what it is, but I think they should without a doubt keep trying pushing for the season to start. Uh, because if if they can get the season going, I think it's it's fantastic, it'll be really good for for uh obviously the sport and and for the country. yeah, I
2: have one more kind of thought on this whole thing is as these leagues are starting like consider coming back, you have college athletics that might ruin the whole thing because the Ivy League just canceled all sports till January 1st, and now the Big Ten and ACC are, like, only conference games. Slippery slope, and that might translate up to Pro Sports, because that's what happened when all this started. NCAA started canceling stuff, and then Pro Sports were like, oh, Rudy Gobert has it. Yep, we're canceling everything.
0: Yeah, so about that, especially with, like, big-time conference playing football and, you know, uh, wherever else we're doing at ACC, I think, uh, from what I've heard so far.
2: Uh, where does Notre Dame play? Where are uh, they going to play? <laughs> they're not going to have a season. If every school does that, they're done.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, but they're like closer. I mean, you'd think the Big Ten would help them out, right? Because it's so close. you got Northwestern, nope, U of I. They don't Purdue, provide them any money. Why would they help yeah, them? Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. That's weird. That is really weird. I mean, I think I they belong to the ACC in basketball, so that would make the most sense. But then again, that makes no logistical sense. So I have no idea how that's going to get pulled off.
2: Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame is like one of like four independent schools for football. I mean, maybe independent schools just play each other, but yeah, I don't, the Big 10 won't help them out. The ACC won't help them out. Nobody's going to help them out because it's better for them to let Notre Dame die in a sense. Like, all right, well, you're not competition anymore. Your recruits can come here next year. Yeah. They're everyone's literally out
0: of conference game. That's pretty good. So not like and, a tune-up game. So
1: can you imagine a BYU New Mexico state national championship? <laughs> How is that going to work, too?
0: Like, if we can get into that really fast, like, do they extend, like, do they bring eight teams into the net, like, the – NIU, 2020 national champions, let's go.
2: It'd be 2021, my good friend. Okay, well, it's the 2020 season. (laughs) But
1: it's one in 2021.
2: But it's like the Super Bowl. It's like the 2020 Super Bowl, even though the Super Bowl was held in, in 2021 that's mm. how it goes <laughs> literally go back because the 2007 <laughs> super bowl where the Patriots were undefeated the entire year and lost and it's the 2007 super bowl but they lost in 2008 boom suck
1: it I'm right you guys are wrong the 2020 You're college muted. football Sorry. playoff national championship was won by LSU ah, so dang. the 2021 okay. national championship that is, is going to be played well, correct okay correctly.
2: well for the super bowl
1: they Super do the Super is stupid previous. because they have Roman <laughs> yeah. numerals.
2: All right, everybody,
0: shut up. Anyway, we're done with this conversation. We well, got <laughs> yeah, so off
2: topic. Uh, <laughs> off topic. That's, that's baseball's fine. happening. College it's probably not. There
1: okay, so here's why I disagree with that is because pro sports are already there. They're already training. They're already planning to play these games. Just because the Ivy League and well, I athletes say, are back on campus. And, and I hate to say this. I really hate to say this, but the Ivy League doesn't make any money, okay? And that's not what the NCAA is concerned with. If the yeah, schools for that football, are, they do not. If the schools that are making the money, i.e. the Power 5 conferences, are planning on playing, they don't care what the Ivy League does. Nobody cares what the Ivy League does. They're not a part of... Uh, FCS, they're not a part of FBS because they don't they, they don't qualify for for their college football playoff. They're actually, football, they're actually the FCS playoff.
0: Division Two. I looked it
1: up. Division Two. Division Two FCS. Jesus. So yeah. basically, they're they're their own division. Yeah. Right. So it's like <laughs> nobody. It's like the, you can make these big headlines about the Ivy League isn't playing any any uh, fall sports. Who cares? The only thing that anybody, precedent. the only thing the only the only thing that anybody should care about when it comes to Ivy League sports is who gets their spot in the NCAA tournament. Yale, in my Yale opinion,
2: Harvard, Yale, whatever it's going to be. Wisconsin, Yale, Columbia. But, <laughs> but it just sets a precedent, and like obviously the next day, sure. the ten and ACC are like, yeah, conference games for all of our fall sports so then, then that's, that's precedent where everyone's like uh can we even have conference games because then here's another thing you have all these student athletes on campus what if students move into the dorms even though their classes are online student athletes get COVID, and then they go travel to a conference game and then suddenly just from illinois to northwestern and then yeah, illinois is back on complete shutdown, it'd just be
1: and, a huge mess and i completely get that too and Personally, I think the only sport that, that would truly happen to is Major League Baseball because they're not in a bubble.
0: Or, or, or football because you know you got linemen breathing on each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. I mean yeah.
2: Everyone watching <laughs>
3: each
0: other.
2: Like, and then, <laughs> hockey, they're quiet. in a bubble. Fine, NBA, they're in a bubble. Soccer, they're in a bubble. I actually think
0: hockey is the safest way to pull this off because they're in Canada, and Canada is everything the right way when it comes to health. Um, well, except you have to wait, like, two years for a surgery, but that's besides the point. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, they do everything, like, correctly, you know? Like, they're not in a hurry to reopen. So
3: I think they're actually going to pull it off. So, yeah. Another thing with college sports is you have, like, the the roster sizes are like double the size. Especially
1: for football. There's like a hundred players on the sideline.
0: Yeah,
3: it's definitely a hundred and ten or
0: hundred
1: and fifteen or something. It's yeah, it's like seventy seven dressed players and then you can have up to like thirty guys that are like you you remember in high school, like the J V guys that would go on the sidelines with their jerseys with like those guys. Yeah, so Like, you could have probably, like, 30 of those guys. So, Kevin, I don't think you're far off with, like, 100, 110 guys on one sideline. That yeah. doesn't even include coaches.
2: Exactly. Or training yeah. staff or media or, yeah. There's easily 150 people on a sideline. So, that's 300 people on a field without fans. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see football happening.
1: Especially it'll be college. tough. It, it'll be really tough. But, you know, I think with reduced – reduced media sizes maybe and maybe if they reduce the the roster sizes and maybe if they have just the head coach on the sideline and everybody else is in like a secluded press but I don't know how they're going to do it that's just an idea that just popped in my head I'm just pulling that out of nowhere yeah but I mean if we're talking football good lord Patrick Mahomes bringing in the he's bringing in the dough what is it what is it 477 guaranteed yep it could be a half billion dollar contract by the when end. When it's it. all
0: said and done, five hundred three million dollars. My uh, God.
4: after
2: ten years. So,
1: which yeah.
4: that
2: doesn't count the next two years of his contract, which is another like twenty eight million. So, yep. correct. Like, five hundred thirty one million over eleven years of this man's life. Uh, plus, okay. I mean, he's what he's with
0: Adidas, so they'll give him another mm-hmm. couple million, uh, and then. God knows who else he's. Uh, another he's,
2: couple million. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I mean, I say that very lightly. Contract. <laughs> very lightly. 50 million with Adidas. Uh, he's with Heinz Ketchup because he eats ketchup and everything. Freaking weirdo. I, I do too. Uh, um, he puts out mac and cheese. Not like, on what?
3: your steak, bro.
2: No, not on my steak. I don't That's, do that. Yeah, that be gross.
1: <laughs> so yeah, just wanted to throw this out there. The Adidas contract that Patrick Mahomes has uh, is worth four, four years, $30.28 million dollars.
4: And yeah. that increase includes, a, that includes yeah, a fifth year right.
1: option and a signing bonus. The signing bonus was twenty million.
2: Oh so yeah, $50 cool. million dollar sponsorship. What did he just look at that?
4: Uh, <laughs> man.
2: This man's gonna be a billionaire before he's uh, ther- or forty. So he's gonna, gonna
0: be genetically a a own modify owner. my kids. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I I so <laughs> I don't know. I mean, at the same time. Kevin was arguing like he's going to take up half the salary. Salary cap's only going to go up. uh, Or, I'm sorry, a fourth of the salary. Salary cap will go up for sure. He will eventually be underpaid. Dak Prescott will be making more than him after his seven in a row franchise tags that he's going to get. So, he he will eventually, like, hear me out, Kevin. He will eventually be underpaid because of the salary cap and how much it's projected to go up in the next couple of years. I mean, Deshaun Watson's next. He You know, time can only tell how much he's going to make. Lamar Jackson, I mean, I don't know if he – as long as he stays healthy, he's going to get this kind of money too. And this is insane. It's absolutely insane, but at the same time, like – I don't know. Like, there's been, there's been, uh, there was so many made up words that I've seen for the first time, Like, guarantee mechanisms. Like, I'm sorry, that doesn't even exist. Like, why are you even including this in a contract when a guarantee mechanism isn't, isn't even a thing? It's a fancy word for the Chiefs saying that, like, the Chiefs are going to guarantee every single year of his contract. Instead, you know, and like they're going to look over it every single year or something like that. I don't know, some weird thing. So he's getting paid and. Eventually, in my opinion, he will be getting underpaid because I. who knows? I mean, maybe Deshaun Watson is going to make more than him. That's so, just my take.
1: I think I, we are on a steady track in sports. By the year 2030, we will have our first billion-dollar contract. It's just the way it's going to be. Because here's the crazy part about it, and for you NHL lovers, we'll get into it, so this is just brief. Wayne Gretzky, at his peak, got paid $3 million a year. <laughs> And now that is laughable for a fourth line winger, right? So, I I don't know, ten years, ten years, billion dollars. I mean, yeah. Here's the thing, like I can see that. Ha- well, I could have seen that happening
2: absolutely if COVID was a thing. I so thought if, that was gonna be Steph Curry for a while too, for like a for a little while. I thought that was gonna be Steph uh, Curry. Steph Curry's super injury prone, so that would never happen. Yeah, well, um, right. <laughs> but like, say COVID takes out the entire NFL season, that's Billions of dollars, they lose. The salary cap's going to have to go down next year. There's no avoiding that. And then they're going to have to build it back up slowly. So I think Pat Mahomes just screwed the Chiefs over Royally with a $500 million contract. And the NFL is going to take time to get back up to that. All of pro sports probably will. Um, I think Deshaun Watson, he'll probably sign in the next six months unless there's no season. And he'll probably sign for $420 million. That's my prediction.
1: So, according to Investopedia, uh, the NFL made 8.1 billion last year.
2: Yeah, and they don't have a season. That's 8.1 billion lost. Like. Um, that's- well, probably
0: because more than that. Is Investopedia a thing or did you just make that up?
1: I'm no, <laughs> invest, <serious>. Investopedia. <laughs> Are you serious? I, am, oh, I, I have goodness. no idea, I'm very serious. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, yeah, that's
3: actually the website that Chris himself created. Uh, he <laughs> uh-huh. just throws a bunch of numbers onto a page and yeah. it gives us credibility, Matt, so don't question <laughs> it. I understand. Well, I get it.
1: <laughs> you got, I mean, for you to listen, I mean, this is pretty much how it's done. All right, what? website.
2: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that was incredible. That was so yeah, quick, nice. effortless.
1: That was great. <laughs> no, oh, but no. Invest, Investopedia is a—it's uh, a website that basically gives financial advice. So, no free um, ads, especially for a financial website. <laughs> well, I like finance stuff. So, <laughs> but yeah, 8.1 billion, according to them, which is coming off of the Green Bay Packers annual report. So you know they got that they got that number and i can't imagine an organization like the nfl that revolves solely around that 5 months at its peak every year is going to lose that much money that quick their bargaining agreement is very weird because
0: they're like when they when the nFL makes money that means the owners make money, and then the players make money. but if the NFL loses money, the owners lose money, and then the players lose money because there's loss of revenue there so they have the most like their bargaining agreement makes the most sense when it comes to like dollars and change so I guess yeah, if there's no fans they're losing money, and then where do the chiefs get that money from? Where do they make it up? do they all of a sudden like let's just say you know. God forbid, there's no fans next year. Hey, you know who knows? Who knows, guys? Who knows? You, you never, you never know. And then do they have to restructure that con- that contract again? That's the weird thing. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't. Um. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I okay. I have I have a question, Kevin. You're not allowed to answer. Okay. Okay. Is Cam Newton making the Patriots a contender?
0: he <laughs> can't answer. That sucks. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yes. Why? We're gonna have a you're not allowed to answer Kevin, okay, you're out. I'm out. No, but in all honesty, <laughs> you're Mike. In all honesty yes, they, he does. I think he does, especially, like, as long as he stays healthy, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, as long as he stays healthy and then he works out the way he's been working out and he's an absolute beast in the gym. Uh, he can show everyone that, you know, him and Belichick can win a Super Bowl and then Tommy Boy is going to be stuck in Florida. Uh, just a Florida man. That's all. That's it. A oh, Florida <laughs> man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Tom Brady's improving his golf game. I, uh, we told you to shut up. It wasn't more Cam Newton. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> to go.
3: Yeah, it's uh, undoubtedly uh, – Cam Newton's a really solid player. I mean, he's, he's a former MVP for a reason. The main concern is his uh, shoulder – um, and I'm pretty sure it's his throwing shoulder too, and his legs. His legs are pretty banged up too, which is also kind of important. But if he can hold up, um, I mean, it's it's the Patriots. They're just they they're coached so well. So I I do have a question for you all though, because I think recently we've seen quarterbacks being paid a ridiculous amount of money. Um. Even if they didn't really deserve it, for example, Patrick. Jared Goff, what, <laughs> what, or or Dak Prescott, or or, or Dak. Or well, personally. I mean, that's that's well, yeah, I, it's a franchise tag though. That's 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 kind of different. Are we going to start seeing teams like the Patriots, who, you know, let their star quarterbacks go? so that they don't spend at like that much money. Like I think Jared Goff's contract hurt the LA Rams a lot.
0: Yeah. I, well, the they, thing with I, the Patriots is like you go there and you expect to win a Super Bowl within the next five years. So I don't think you really go there for the money. You go there to win. And that's what but the they Patriots don't really get that many you. big
3: names though. Yeah, I mean, right. Know, because it's, yeah, the system. it's a system yeah, that they,
0: like, you know, you're expected to go there. You work hard and you, you play for Bill Belichick and that's, like you know, that's what it is. It's like,
3: but that's I, that, that's different. But uh, I'm I'm I saying will I'm saying. teams? Yeah,
2: yeah. Go ahead. Because like, with the Rams, they signed Todd Gurley, who already had injury problems, so a huge contract, and then Jared Goff. They were in the Super Bowl, and now they're a laughable team a year later. Like I think teams are don't realize, like, yeah, we can't do this because we can't build a team around these guys. The Patriots have been a dynasty for twenty years because they built around Tom Brady, who was on a he was like the twentieth. Paid quarterback in the league, but he was constantly the top three quarterback. So, like, I think teams are gonna realize, like, hey, yeah, we can't pay these guys and build a winner. We're gonna have to, if we have to let our quarterback go, we can find someone else in the draft or find
3: Cam Newton for one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Not same not with sure. the Packers, you have Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and only one Super Bowl to show for it. Exactly, that's a great example. Of it. If
0: you remember, Brett Favre actually signed a lifetime contract, so <laughs> which is great. Uh, and yeah, literally, but that was after Super Bowl in nineteen ninety whatever. They're the Packers. I don't care. But uh, I mean, essentially, yeah, that's that's the worst part about the Packers is that you know they refuse to they pay they pay their star quarterback. They refuse to build around them. They give him one wide receiver that's good that's from the University of Southern Mississippi in Charlottesville, if that's a state. And I don't know, whatever that was, wherever Devontae Adams is from, stop looking at me weird. I know.
2: Get over it. You just asked if Charlottesville is a state. So, yeah,
0: whatever. <laughs> I don't. If that's a state college, this is what I meant to say. But then, then they like, then they go and do things to, like draft Jordan Love, and then piss their star quarterback off, which makes the most amount of money. And then you're back to square one. I don't understand the Packers at all whatsoever.
1: Yeah, that's kind of weird. Hey Matt, mm-hmm. Devonte Adams went to Fresno State.
3: Okay, <laughs> real yeah. close. Yeah, that's real close with Derek Carr.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: oh, all right. Oh, it's full yeah,
1: Yeah, that was a good team that year. I think that was a team that especially NIU fans were looking at because they were kind of up for a BCS bowl, bowl yeah. bid as well. And so, they
3: stole
2: it from us.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, sadly. Well, they had Devontae Adams and Derek Carr.
1: Um, we had Jordan Lynch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he finished third in Heisman voting that year. He should have finished first because James Winston uh, did some illegal activities got off, and then A.J. McCarron was
1: not a high. Stole
2: crawfish! Relax! Uh, That's not the one we're talking about. uh, Let's
1: let's move on from that. Yeah. (laughs) On that note. So, that might be another segment for another day. One of you might come up with. But for now, I think we're (laughs) going to start with the false top five. We like to come up with fun different things that we like to rank as our top five, but they're not really our top five. So, Matt, I want to hear yours first. What do you got? So... Ladies and gentlemen, this this week we have
0: top five, your false top five of drunk foods. I'm not talking about drunk foods. You go to Taco Bell or you go get the pizza, your 2 a.m. pizza, wherever you go. These are actual homemade drunk concoctions that people have actually tried. Found these on the internet. Shout out to BuzzFeed for you know uh, actually showing these like ridiculous concoctions. Number five, which you know I'm going five to one. Which five is like a regular thing I do sober, but I'll say this: a chicken, a McChicken, and inside of McDouble, which is called a McGangbang, You know, it's a good thing to start off with, right? But then we get gradually lower. We go to number four. You got cheese puffs. And again, this is something that people have actually tried. Cheese puffs and mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I see your faces. There you go. And then we go to number three. We got miniature pickles dipped in nacho cheese sauce. Um, that is an actual drunk concoction that someone has tried. I'd be down to try that. I don't know if drunk or sober. But yeah, um, then you got so number two. We go from three to two. We got uh, essentially a grilled cheese, but once cooked, you open it up, you add sour cream, nacho cheese Doritos, and don't be scared to pile all it on. It's an explosion of flavors and textures in your mouth. So grilled cheese, sour cream, nacho cheese Doritos. Um, that's pretty good. You know, if I have some, I don't know if I'll try that sober again. Number one, someone made something called a birthday cake. cake. A layer of frozen pizza, a layer of bacon, a layer of fried ravioli, a layer of quarter-pound cheese-infused burgers, another layer of fried ravioli, another layer of bacon, topped with another frozen pizza. The whole thing is then basted with bacon grease, cooked for 45 minutes in the oven. It is probably the best or worst thing that you can ever put in your body. I I, would absolutely eat that. Yeah, if I ate that, I'd probably have to be on my way to the ER uh, for them to give me whatever injection to my heart to it just got heartburn listening to that i you, think you'll get more than heartburn
2: you I definitely think. need a heart transplant after that
0: yeah that absolutely i think it. your 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 heart would refuse like your heart would yell at you like you would <laughs> hear that in your mind um <laughs> an honorable mention honestly you know why not let's throw it under a reverse burger buns in the middle meat on the outside buns in the middle someone actually essentially went home fried some patties up but i think that's just accidental <laughs>
4: Well why yeah, I necessarily right, put
3: patties as buns.
0: Yeah. But then the, the only thing is when I was reading this, they put like the whole thing like lettuce, tomatoes, ketchup, mayo, mustard, pickles, and like all of that, like their hands got really dirty and the buns are in the middle and then they eat that
3: drunk. Kind of curious. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, just too messy. Oh, okay. Yeah. It is, but so, like it sometimes when you're hammered, like having just like messy food and you just hold it and you just look at it you stare at it you know you're just like squishing it right because it feels feels good yeah and then somehow some way
0: like if I if I ever ate that birthday cake I will tell you this right now I don't, like, I'd be, like, I'd go to sleep, but I'd legitimately be concerned of, like, if, if I didn't wake up, I wouldn't be surprised, you know? You would like, go
3: to sleep forever.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'd go to sleep forever. <laughs> but when you're drunk, who has time to do that? Like, frozen pizza, bacon, ravioli,
3: like, who, ha- whatever. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, I, I just eat straight, like, eat food raw, just out of the fridge, whatever, yeah. down the so hatch. There you
0: go. There's your top five, uh, false top five of drunk foods. Again, not Taco Bell, not your burrito joint, not your pizza place, your homemade
3: concoctions. Well, i I hope I can at least measure up to that with my top five of uh, Tinder bios. Uh, I guess for those of you taken, can't really relate, but that's okay. Let me let me give you the inside scoop of what this Tinder life <laughs> is like. Uh, you're just you're, you're swiping left and right, right? You come across. Quarantine made me do this. Cool story, bro. <laughs> or uh, another one is uh, a friend made me do this. Like, cool. I don't. I don't give a shit. All right. You're just
2: saying that because they, they don't want to seem like they're desperate enough to be on Tinder. They definitely yeah. Do it themselves. <laughs>
0: yeah, they, they're too. Usually, like when they're not, when they're outside of quarantine, they're not. They're very high class and posh, Bart. You know, so they're just letting you know. Quarantine made them do this. Facts.
3: Classy, never trashy. um another one is i will like your dog more than you well joke's on me because i don't have a dog (laughs) hey that
4: means they'll like you
2: Uh,
3: (laughs) you're right but then there's the ones where it's like I, i only swipe right if you have a dog picture it's just like well cool I'll send you a picture of my dog. You can
2: just put her up there.
3: Perfect. There we go. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm just going to Google a picture of a dog.
2: (laughs) Just put it up. Just have like six pictures of dogs and one picture of
3: yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Which that definitely happens too. Um, Maybe I'll save uh, uh, Tinder pics for for another time. Uh, Then whenever they have... Uh, the office episode, whatever time, and they give like the specific time of like a specific quote or moment. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to go into onto Netflix uh, straight to that moment just to figure out what it is or if I'm supposed to know that, (laughs) bro. Get out of
2: here. I mean, the office junkies know it by heart. Just me and you
3: wouldn't be lost. Uh, I, That's, like, even if it's, like, a hot chick, I'm swiping left. Like, I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not even wasting time with that person.
1: It's uh, basically the same thing, like, everybody else with a letter, county.
2: <laughs> Shots fired. You know what? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, and then when uh chicks have uh a traveler on their Tinder bio but they have one picture on the beach. Right, they probably went to like North Florida. Avenue Beach.
4: <laughs> yeah, North Avenue
3: Beach. They <laughs> they went to North Avenue Beach, <laughs> took a picture and like, all right, they're they're officially a traveler now. <laughs> uh okay, cool, sure whatever and then um probably the worst one it's just super annoying like i I don't even know what to do with this information is uh probably gonna delete this (laughs) are they gonna delete you or this or tinder (laughs) well
2: well, maybe it's a good thing bart maybe they're gonna delete it after you hit it off with them so
3: yeah look at the positives here (laughs) (laughs) that's a very good spin um But I don't think that's what they mean. Or maybe they do. I mean, that only applies to Hinge. The app designed to be deleted. Oh, yeah. Which Hinge (laughs) sucks, by the way. I tried it for like two days. Uh, You should ask a certain somebody
2: if Hinge sucks. She'll argue.
3: (laughs) She'll argue? Yeah. Were you on Hinge? Yeah, I was. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Well, first of all, there were... <laughs> there were too many questions, so there are a lot of freaking questions. It it took me a really long time just to, just to set it up. I was just like, bro, it, it's complicated. Asshole.
2: I deleted it the first time because I didn't think it was worth the effort, and then quarantine made me do
3: it. <laughs> 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 oh, Kevin. And then finally, my honorable mention is Daddy Gang, <laughs> which is like fifty percent of Tinder chicks has Daddy Gang in it. So, which is like, all right, cool. They like barstool, but then it's like, oh well, they're probably just trying to mess with me or some shit like that. Which I just want you to call her daddy. And call, yeah, true. Call her daddy, Bart. You have a date,
0: <laughs> Bart. And then you go off of that, and then you make a podcast called "Call Him Mommy."
3: Um, which there, uh, there is a spinoff of it. So, oh, is there? Is there? Okay, yeah. I think it's by Tommy Smokes or whatever. That's cringy. I mean, yeah, it's it's actually pretty funny. He like plays both sides. Well, when there was two of them, he, <laughs> just just look it up. It's worth it. It's worth okay. it. All right, down. Yeah. All
4: right, but do well, they know
3: the Gluck Gluck Two Thousand? That's the real question. Uh, Jesus. Anyways, we can move on now. <laughs> you know,
1: we have two more left, and I think we'll save it for a little bit later in the show. But coming up. We got some nhl talk a little bit of nba talk and matt's got some shenanigans this week that you're not going to want to miss stay tuned We're on inside the minds mm.
0: All right, your friends. Are you an athlete, or do you know any athletes that want to improve their performance and reach their potential? If you answered yes to that, then you need to visit Alpha Sport Performance. Alpha Support Performance is a new athlete training company that aims to elevate your athletic performance by offering sports psychology skills training, customized strength training programs, and personalized nutrition coaching. And the best part. All sessions are virtual, especially during this time. That means no matter where you are, you can meet with your coach to get the training you need. ASP offers a unique ability to get all your training needs in one place. Their coaches have worked with athletes from multiple sports, including tennis, basketball, volleyball, lacrosse, and more. And now we can include cycling, right? Yes, absolutely. More from the high school level all the way up to international elite athletes from, you know, police. To check out their services and schedule your free consultation, go to alphasportperformance.com. Again, that's alphasportperformance.com.
1: Welcome back to episode number 22. As I mentioned, we got to get into into some hockey talk. I mean, it sounds like hockey is doing this the absolute right way. And I think out of any of the four major sports, and I know some of you out there can argue that the MLS is the fifth major sport. That's a discussion for another day. But out of the four major sports, I think the NHL is doing this the best. And I think that they will, succeed at the highest possible level aside from the nba the nfl and major league baseball nhl and the nhlpa if you haven't heard extended their cba for four more years which means that so many people have been asking for this for a decade now but players can finally go back into the olympics 2022 and 2026 look like they're a go what do you guys think
0: it's exciting. I love it. Uh, they don't need the All Star Game during that time. Whatever. I don't even care. Um, the Olympics are back. I loved it. There were so many great moments that I watched during the Olympics, like T.J. Oshie, and then you had you know Sidney Crosby score that OT goal for uh, Team Canada. So, what? What? Why are you guys looking at me that way? What? You what can't is the issue? That way.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, Chris <laughs> is making some dinosaur hand movements.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: That's fine. I understand.
0: Was uh, that directed at me, Chris? You good?
2: Thanks, <laughs> talking to Maine. But uh, yeah, okay. I agree. Uh, fine. I'd love we to can see more. Oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> I'd love to see more Olympic moments. Um, I think, especially like with women's hockey and Pyeongchang, it really took over. Everyone loved watching women's hockey. No one really cared about men's hockey since there wasn't NHL players. Like that's what we want to see. We don't care about college athletes. What we do, we love you guys. But I'd rather see T.J. Oshie take five straight penalties.
0: Yeah, I love that role. By the way, that's yeah. probably the greatest role ever.
2: Like, because it would be like Austin Matthews. Just all right, go take five real quick. Have fun.
0: I mean, it was so good because that moment was against Russia, and then that was in Russia, and then all those Russian people probably spent all their rubles to see that team, and then all you know, all for naught because TJO she just went out there and shot every single penalty shot that was on a stick. So it was great, but yeah, I mean, I think you'd get to see more moments like that. I, that's awesome. I love Olympic hockey. I think it's like one of the best products of like Olympic sports that there is when it comes to winter. So
2: awesome, super awesome. Great thing to look forward to, since this will take effect in 2022 in Beijing. Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid playing together—that'd be so fun to watch.
3: How incredible would that be?
2: Oh, chills thinking about
0: it. I uh, mean, you have that. Then you have on the other side Patrick Kane, Austin Matthews. Uh, I mean, Jack Eichel is, or Jack Eichel—he's he's American, right?
3: Yeah, he's American. Yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome to watch too. So. Yeah, so that'd be fun. This is huge for the NHL. For sure, and I, I think it's gonna be a lot more even with uh, with uh, Sweden and Finland are gonna be really good too. Uh, they they got some. Stuff. I mean,
0: Russia gets their hockey players back as long as they yeah. don't dope. So, <laughs> <laughs> so
3: that's always that's great. a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah that makes
1: it tough. Yeah, but you know, I. Here's the one thing that I'm kind of concerned about especially for next season and I know Kevin you are too but the salary cap being frozen cuz if that salary cap was risen it would have made the blues life that much easier I'm but it's still worried. frozen at 81 815 so
3: I'm not worried it makes everyone's life easier except for the sharks <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely and, and Toronto. And Toronto, because they're both. Toronto's in gonna cap have a fun film. time.
2: Yeah. For Toronto.
3: But yeah.
2: Um, I still think the Blues are gonna find a way to get Petrangelo back. But it's gonna be a lot tougher now.
0: Dang, but, imagine if Petrangelo
2: just, you know, went to a team that had all the cap
0: salary cap space in the world and you know, like Colorado. Ooh, well boy. That's
1: a fun one. Well, I would fun not one be okay like,
3: with that. Uh, A fun one to
1: think about, (laughs) especially when it comes to, you know, salary cap room and potential. So young potential that could use a leader like a Petrangelo that's still in his prime is Philadelphia.
3: Oh God, yeah. I'm telling you they're on the rise. They're gonna be
1: good. Philadelphia has a heck of a young core that they aren't paying that if they get that one piece, like Petrangelo, they're instantly Eastern Conference. Carter players. Hart is also 21. Yeah.
3: And their defense, defense like, is already solid. Like, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. It, I don't like that negativity, Chris. Get out of here. It's not negativity. It's just it realism. It's, it's like not being yeah. on the Blues. That's negative. Uh, yeah, that's another discussion for another day that we could <laughs> talk about with the NHL. But... I, I don't know. I think the I think the salary cap is screwing a lot of teams because I think Arizona was banking on re signing Taylor Hall. I think Washington was banking on re signing Braden Holtby. I mean the Jets obviously wanted wanted Bufflin back, but you know, he doesn't even want to play there anymore. So It's going to be tough, especially for a lot of these teams that have these young superstars that they want to be a part of their core that they can't potentially have anymore because of COVID. And it's unfortunate.
3: Yeah, especially for Arizona, because Arizona made so many moves to kind of get them to to a playoff spot. And because of injuries, it really – I don't know. Their, their season really got derailed. Like the, the chemistry just wasn't there. Right. Uh, Taylor Hall, what wasn't enough. They get Phil Kessel and he like went on a, a bit of a gold drought, you know? So yeah, I'm really curious to see what they, what they decide to do. Cause if they, uh, well, if they don't re-sign Taylor Hall, I'm pretty sure they keep their first overall picks, but if they if they do resign him, then they trade him away. But
1: I'm not exactly sure. I'll have to do some research on that. Maybe that's something we can talk about next week. Yeah. But I know, it's, yeah, I know it's some weird condition with Taylor Hall in New Jersey, and I think it has something to do with whether the Coyotes lose in the play-in round. But if I think it's if they win that play-in round, then New Jersey gets their picks back, and if they do, then they get the first-round picks, which means they could have a shot at Lafreniere. I I don't know. So it, while we're on confused.
0: the topic yeah. of uh, crazy, you know, uh, like a scenarios when it comes yeah. to free agency and the salary cap,
1: Go for have it. you guys
0: seen the NHL uh, NHL and NBC power rankings of the top five craziest free agency situations that might happen?
1: I haven't, but I'd love to hear it.
0: So we're going from five to one. Okay. Five, Joe Thornton on the Winnipeg Jets. That's, tech, you know, that can be crazy, right?
1: That, that's a crazy one I could see.
0: Yeah. Uh, Braden Holtby goes to the Sharks. I just don't know how they that's, pull that off.
1: That's one I can see too, because they because if Joe Thornton goes to the to the Jets, that's cap space that they're not taking up. And I think Martin Joe Thornton Jones is only is, getting
3: paid like a million dollars.
1: Oh really? Okay. Yeah, he's not no. getting paid much. Well, I thought he was on some long term deal where you you know just what I mean. One year. Okay. So I mean, Martin Jones hasn't proven anything this year, so I think that's one that's it's pretty. Man, right. yeah, I think really? the
3: Caps would actually be willing to uh, move on from Holtby be because they too. have Samsonov, and he's he's supposed to be really good. He was pretty solid this season. Uh, I have to look up his his record, but he's he's definitely a really solid uh, goalie prospect. So
0: this one might be a little bit crazy, and I don't know where he might end up. But number three, they have Robin Leonard with Carolina, which can work out in a sense because that means they could probably become like a solid contender if they finally get that goalie. Yeah, um
3: which I, I definitely think Robin Leonard is better than right, Peter Brasic. Brasic and oh, absolutely. 100%. And
0: Corey Crawford? Well, no, because no. when he left, Crawford became better on the Hawks. So, I don't see where your point is there, Mr. Barton. Okay, anyway.
3: Facts. Moving a on. Healthy Crow is... Better, yeah, he's underrated. I'm not saying he's better than Robin Leonard, but he's severely underrated. Uh, I think he's better than Robin Leonard. Uh,
0: number two, uh, I might be uh, biased. Uh, number two, Dustin Buffalo with Buffalo.
3: I don't know why anybody would want to go to Buffalo, but yeah, if he if he wasn't motivated to play hockey in Winnipeg, I don't see how he's going to be motivated to play hockey in Buffalo. Well, they the, would pay him the extreme amount of money that they have left to have. Him he there, was going to be making 14 million, right? For, and he's just yeah, like, no, I, I don't want it. That is the
4: reason why. They so, well,
1: him. well, that's okay. That's what's mind blowing. Why wouldn't you go to a contender? You know, if you're going to go anywhere, why would you want to go to the ownership pit that is Buffalo? It's, I don't, exactly. I don't understand that one. Like that yeah, would be I mean, absolutely
0: when you have Jack Eichel, you know, complaining about everything and everyone in Buffalo, you
1: know, you have Jack Eichel and Jeff Skinner and O'Reilly Riley left Dullian. because he hated it there. It, I mean, he wanted to leave for sure. He just won the Winter Cup. I it, yeah, that okay. When you're talking shocking ones, Matt, yeah, that's definitely a, that would definitely be a a, a shocker.
3: That was Kevin. I mean, Jeff Skinner's <laughs> overpaid, and he's not that great. <laughs> oops. Yeah. one Good, good season.
0: <laughs> oh, and then number one. This is where yeah. I actually got this from. Uh, on the Abs, that number one is Taylor Hall and Alex Petrangelo. And apparently, I looked it up. They do the have cap, yeah. They do have and enough cap space to pull that off.
1: So, so, so I was don't thinking that one too. It. I was thinking Petrangelo to the Abs too. But my problem was was that their window would only be like two years. Yeah. So if exactly. they don't win, if they don't win it in two years, that's an issue with when it's with the uh, with it's Philadelphia. Their window is like three or four years. So the apps
3: you're saying that their window is only two years. And I would player
0: like Petrangelo or Taylor and and Hall.
1: You so know I mean? I'm saying that their window is only like two years because they're going to have to sign McKinnon. They're going to have to sign McCarr. They're going to have to sign Landeskog. They're going to have to you know they got a bunch of good guys that are going to want their money. And they're not going to keep all of those guys. So that's my big issue with Colorado. I'm not saying that they wouldn't sign them and oh, they wouldn't just say dear. screw it. I'm just saying that they're not going to have those, all those guys around for very long because right. they're going to want to get paid.
2: And you want to know why else? They have the worst owner in sports.
0: Well, when it comes to hockey, I don't think anybody really cares like who's the owners for Colorado. I mean, to be completely honest. Uh, people from St. Louis care.
2: Well, yeah, you know, I believe Petrangelo won't go there because that would make all the fans hate him, and he would not get his number. You
0: wouldn't hate Petrangelo if he went to the Avs. You would not hate him. I would, would not hate. Him.
2: You wouldn't I, hate him. I, I would not.
1: Talks. I would not hate Petrangelo for leaving the Blues.
2: I wouldn't either. I would. but if he went to Stan Kroenke's team and a division rival,
1: I still I, wouldn't. Even, I'd be bitter. I wouldn't if, hate him, but I'd be bitter about it. Even if you, I okay. Uh, the only reason a, I'd
0: probably hate him if I were you guys if he'd made a if he'd make a dirty hit if he played for the Avs against you know the Blues and yeah the then then I'm like <laughs> then
1: I'm like okay bud come on but <laughs> oh, okay bud okay bud. <laughs> but I I I mean if if he's got to go he's got to go you know we moved on from Bacchus. Like, and everyone thought that that was the move that was going to ruin I it the entire like franchise. was
2: on the decline at the time, so I don't know why everyone cares about it. That. Was after yeah, that, uh, it was but, after that Duncan
0: Keith hit, man. It was
1: That's all I did it. Yeah, actually, I actually wouldn't doubt that. Anyway, um, that can be another discussion for next week. We might throw that in our, in our notes, like crazy, crazy free agent signings. But for the time being, the NHL has announced next season projections these are just projections I'm not saying that's going to happen but it's definitely interesting to talk about so october 2nd is going to be the last day that the cup can possibly be awarded it's the very last day so that is game seven of the stanley cup final is october 2nd october 6th is going to be the draft So if you got the guys that are, you got the two teams that are in the cup final, they have four days to figure out their draft boards at that point. They have four days to figure out their draft boards and then they're going right into the draft. So for a team that's, you know, like a Detroit or Ottawa that have not played a game since the middle of March, they're going to have that much more time to be able to figure out some sort of strategy while more teams are going to be looking at four days to figure out what they're going to be looking towards. Um, and then, like I said, the second of October, last, last day of the cup can be awarded. First of November is free agent frenzy with November 14th, starting training camp. That is insane. To pull off.
3: Yeah. That
1: What's is that absolutely weird? insane what? to pull off with November 17th is the start of training camp. And December 1st will be opening night.
3: If this that COVID thing, like, chills be. out, then next year is probably going to be such a fantastic year
1: for sports. It will be. Well, it I really mean, will be.
0: You just have to put into perspective, like, there. if there's no vaccine, that means there's still no fans. Um, I will, like, 100% tell you that for sure. But, uh, Election so, day
3: 2020. You, I'll, yeah, just, I'll just pay a, for, for uh, a, a cutout of myself. So that they can put it in the stands.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the Standing White Sox are actually course, I So I will tell you this. So the White Sox are charging you forty nine dollars to put a cutout ahead of yourself in their it's stands. ridiculous. If you want it back, if you want proof, like they can send you a picture back that you were actually there, that's another thirty dollars. So just dumb. So you know. Oh yeah. my god.
1: When tickets, <laughs> so when gas let's say Kevin and I. So we live in DeKalb. For some of you guys that don't live in the northern Illinois area. The is about 70 or so miles away from downtown to Chicago, downtown Chicago, right? Let's assume you have a car that gets 30 miles a gallon. I think it's a standard. Gas is what? Let's say 2.50 a gallon right now. So it's about 10 bucks to go to the stadium and back, 10 bucks to park, and White Sox tickets are cheap, so maybe 30 bucks total for your tickets. Are wow, you you're
2: getting ripped off if you're paying 30 dollars for white Sox tickets? No,
1: I'm saying like total for <laughs> I'm saying like all oh, of us are going. Oh, I'm saying we're all, all of us are going. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 30 bucks for that's tickets right. and you're going to tell me that you're going to pay 75 bucks just to have it cut out of you in a seat? Absolutely not.
0: Well, just 50, but then you need proof, so another 30. <laughs>
1: that's what I mean. If you're going to have the proof too, you're it's t- saying that's going to be 75 by ah. every
2: single player. And be sent back with $30 on it.
1: See?
0: Facts. <laughs> I, yeah, that actually, I mean, That's while we're a good on the topic, idea. While we're on the topic of fans, I mean, you know, we're, you're going to have a very exclusive place to watch baseball because the regular rooftops are actually going to open up to 20% capacity. And uh, opening weekend's already sold out, guys. If you wanted to go, baseball's very premium right now. Uh, the rooftops not. do give you unlimited. Uh, the, the rooftops do give you unlimited Bud Light, not dogs. For three hundred
1: fifty dollars, I always wanted to go do and that, you're,
0: and you're five hundred million, and hundred million miles away.
1: That's a hundred percent not worth it, still. That, because no, because the But, but Chris, so but Chris, you are quiet. getting
0: unlimited Bud Light, okay? Okay, how dare you? Bud light. I'm,
1: <laughs> no, I, exactly. I'm just, I'm just saying, like the the seats. And I know this is a different time. You know, if you're listening to this, don't yell at me. I know this is a different time, and I know this is different area of sports that we've never been into but if you're gonna buy tickets for the seats right behind home plate i'm going for cardinals games here because that's what i'm most familiar with i mean those are 250 and you're getting the best seat in the house you're getting the best treatment possible so i hope that these guys that are buying these rooftop tickets aren't just getting hot dogs i hope they're getting like Premier style food. Doing this,
0: nope, they also get a burger. Try. I mean, what you know, <laughs> but unlimited uh, hot oh. dog burgers in Bud Light. So yeah,
3: you know,
0: then I you might know. then you might see someone uh, hit a home run if you're watching.
3: I would I would hate to sit behind home plate because every single time the ball is coming at me, I'm flinching 100.
1: <laughs> it's it's an experience, but you know really my, cool. my yeah it is. But my my point being is that. Is it really that worth it? I mean, especially the way that TV broadcasts are working, is it really worth missing out on the quality that you're going to get? (laughs) For,
4: <laughs> so I,
0: I will also tell you this, Chris, uh, yeah. Cubs fans really don't have a choice either because Marquee Network still isn't on Comcast That's or, a good point. or yeah. major programmers. Well, they are on AT&T, but you know, that literally, if you have Comcast, this literally might be like, and you're a major Cubs fan, you are spending 200 $300 to go watch your team play with very little people
2: on
1: a rooftop which you can
2: barely see so
1: okay yeah I mean, okay <laughs> then then in that case yeah screw it go for it
2: also Chris yeah. you have to remember that Cubs fans are willing to pay $250 to sit in the stadium behind a pole and not be able to see a damn thing so
1: did you do that Kevin
2: no I've never done that because I would never spend okay. $250 on Cubs that's Ew. fair
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't but, spend uh, that much on tickets in general
2: I wouldn't yeah what the hell <laughs> uh, if I was being green seats I, in the Bush stadium,
1: I'd I definitely have
2: yeah
1: I, I I would hate to, <laughs> I would hate to be able to go and if there was like a system to see how much money you've spent lifetime on sports tickets I would hate oh. to see that number. For Your me. bank app does that from now on. From,
0: well, I don't know about yours. You're Mine from,
1: doesn't. Yeah, you're. Full I don't of know if you, to. you I, to the Boondocks, right? I mean, like, <laughs> no, I have it in Decal, but <laughs> I I would hate to see how much lifetime I've spent on sports tickets alone. Well, that's me, Taco would, Bell. It would make me throw up. <laughs> I love it. No, but, um, you know, what they're kind of thinking, especially going back to the NHL, is that the season would start December 1st, and now you're looking at a cup final or the end of the cup final around late July, early August or so, and then you're getting back into a normal schedule with free agency, and then 21-22 starts in like, early November and then the cup final is now in early July and then 22, 23, you're kind of looking at an October start date again. So it's hey, kind of so just they like, they want to
3: change up the schedule.
1: Not, no, they really don't. You know, they, they want to kind of progressively get back to the October yeah. start date without, you know, rushing into it. And I think that's a really good move for, for both the players and, and fans, honestly.
3: Yeah, that's 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 kind of too bad. We we had this discussion before about you know, moving over the NHL season so that it doesn't overlap with with other sports, uh, especially with the Olymp- uh the Winter Olympics happening. I think uh, I'm pretty sure they're usually in January, right? Or February? February. February. Okay. Well, either oh, way, you. that that still would be that w- that still would be like more towards the beginning. Of uh, of the season, if they if they shifted it over, I think that would have been like awesome. Then it doesn't really, you know, mess with uh uh playoffs? mess with with yeah, exactly. Where where like a player might get hurt or something like that. Obviously, it still might happen, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of unfortunate,
1: but it is what it is. And if you're sitting there bad. listen listening to this and you're thinking, are they crazy? two months a two-month offseason to be able to get everything done like the players can't recover in that time or they can't just enjoy themselves during that time you have to remember they there has not been a hockey game in almost four months now this is their off season, and that they're just going to go back and some of them are only going to be playing three games potentially they're going to go play three games after training camp and then just go back home so you gotta you gotta think that first overall pick ninety 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 percent of the teams are gonna be hardly playing any games. So you gotta <laughs> keep that in mind that this is the off season and two months is gonna be plenty for these players to get back to where they need to be.
3: I'm just saying if the Hawks win the first overall pick, I'm driving straight to Kevin's place and just sitting in front. With a small sign, start a mini parade. Music blaring, Chelsea Dagger.
2: And I'll drive to your place when we are back to back Stanley Cup champions and blare Gloria outside your place while you're trying to sleep after not sleeping for three months. (laughs)
3: that's (laughs) fair. I
2: think
0: your situation. (laughs) That's fair. I'll I'll take
1: it. (laughs) Will you though? No. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> we, we take that.
3: Something will be thrown,
1: <laughs> and then and then the Black Ox would draft Quentin Byfield because they don't need a winger.
3: Oh, they definitely need a winger.
2: They no, need a winger. That would yeah, <laughs> no, they, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. no name defenseman out of
3: nowhere trying to replace Seabrook.
1: Out of nowhere, we'd
3: have like four centers if we drafted Quentin Byfield. That'd be that'd be wild.
1: Well, that's actually Not perfect because you have four lines. Whoa. Kevin. (laughs) What? That was me. Bart? Matt? Just assume that was Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did
3: totally. My (laughs) my brain immediately assumed that Kevin was the one who was.
1: (laughs) Come on, man. What do you take me
2: as? (laughs) Before we hurt Bart's brain anymore.
1: Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, whoever gets whoever gets that number one overall pick, and if it's a team that would have already made the playoffs, that would be even more insane. So, I'm I'm I don't know. As soon as as soon as the end of July hits, sports is going to be really nuts. So I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun. Second just a habit. few more
3: weeks. We're almost there.
1: I was about to say, you know, I mean, there. I. It's gonna. It's definitely gonna be a more tolerable second half of 2020. I think.
2: Don't jinx it.
1: And I can't wait.
2: God damn it, Chris!
3: It's gonna yeah. be less sleep.
1: <laughs> oh, definitely we're already done. It. Sports are already canceled. My bad.
3: You shut your
0: damn mouth. Breaking, breaking <off>. news.
1: <laughs> breaking news. Sports are dead. Everywhere. <laughs> Sad day. Ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> Dang. Speaking of that, I mean, there hasn't been a lot out of the NBA, out of Florida. I haven't been really personally paying a whole lot of attention to the NBA, Um, but they are in a bottle, and I think that's the best solution for them going forward, and they are a league that is announcing who is getting tested and who is getting positive for these tests for coronavirus. What do you guys think about the NBA? Are they happening? Are there too many players that are going to be standing up and saying, "No, I need to protect my family. This isn't worth it." And I'm talking, you know, the Spencer Dinwiddie's of the world. Like, what, the whole what do you guys think? I mean, for real, yeah. If they keep if they keep it up, I I wouldn't doubt it. But what what do you think? What do you think is going to happen
4: in the three NBA weeks? Is not happening?
2: 100% not happening.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah I, especially in Florida. I mean, they're in a bubble, sure. Toronto's been there for a while because of complications with going back to Canada, apparently. Um, they're bringing their DJs. Don't know why. Um, they're bringing barbers. Y'all
2: need to relax. You don't need haircuts. Um, that's actually an important part of game day rituals. A lot of players do get haircuts on game days. Oh, um, my gosh. So, right. well, hey, from a sports psychology perspective, that's actually important. If you mess up the routine, they're not going to play as well because they're going to be thrown off.
3: They they, are they getting, trim their hair every game?
1: Some of them do, yeah. You're getting paid millions of dollars to play I this I mean, game. yeah. It's been a ritual they
3: started in
2: high school when they were playing once or twice a week. Like, they would get cut on Tuesday and Sunday or Saturday when they played, and then they carried that into college when they were playing twice a week, and then they kept in the NBA. It's no different what? than a baseball player having their batting routine. So right. this is what well, makes hockey
3: players all right, so that's that's
2: Hockey players have their superstitions, too. I mean, every sport do, has hey, it. Hey, and it requires hey, tape. They do,
1: eh? Hey.
0: <laughs> hey, bud. Hey, bud. I'm sorry. Hey.
2: <laughs> no, but I mean... i don't okay barbers. It's fine.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, they're, that's good. But then they have, like, an aura ring, uh, which detects early signs of COVID. And then that aura ring goes to, like, a main office or main hub where, hey, LeBron's outside of the bubble. Let's go tase him back right now type of deal well they're not really going to tase him they're just they, they know he's going to be outside of the bubble and just you know, kidnap him yeah right i i don't know he's not going to be the one but lebron's also in probably one of the most luxurious hotel rooms in orlando right now because he's lebron and he's not going to get a boxed lunch that is just no way um, yeah, he
2: probably owns a whole hotel there yeah
0: right and he probably owns a whole floor of the hotel and then he might invite AD to stay with him. Who knows? But uh, as long as they're safe about it, sure. But most of these guys can't even go a month without having sex on Tinder, so I don't know. A month? We'll you mean with. like two days? Yeah, right. Two <laughs> days. Because they think they're playing the NBA. And it's because it, those
2: Tinder bios. Yeah. They see the girl have call her daddy and she's <laughs> Daddy like, gang. Oh,
0: daddy go. gang. They're like, oh yeah. She's like, she, she, she gonna call me daddy. Uh-huh.
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but, yeah, I don't mm, – I want the NBA to happen, but I think they should have chosen eight teams. Top eight teams, done it, not 21 teams to get Zion in there. And Yeah, their plan
0: makes no sense at all whatsoever, yeah, honestly. No, but
2: speaking of Zion, <laughs> uh, he's not going to be in the limelight. Well, he's going to be in the limelight, but for a bad reason now, which the NBA is probably going to want him in the playoffs. Uh, he His uh, stepfather – did take $400,000 before he started his season at Duke for him to play there. So that just came out from court ruling right when we started recording this. Um, Oh, really? Did he know that? Yeah. I mean, he was making money from it. It was from a marketing firm. They were paying him to go to Duke. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So Zion is going to be in a lot of legal trouble. Um, Duke's going to be in a lot of legal trouble. So – well, I don't know if Duke will. No,
0: they're not, because they're not the ones giving him money. If yeah, it's it was a marketing
2: either, firm. So. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, they're gonna was be it indirectly Duke? If, the, if Duke hired a marketing firm, if it was like their marketing firm, and they're like, hey, pay him. So They have to prove him. that they're not connected some way, somehow. Yeah, but regardless, it looks bad that their athlete just made $400,000 in his loan season, and now he's in the NBA, and this happens right before the bubble starts. And he's absolutely jacked. Yeah. So, one, so, so what, did,
3: what did the marketing firm have to gain if
2: uh, uh, from the spotlight of a young phenom that's going to be the number one overall draft pick?
1: So here's the here's the statement or something. It's the first thing that popped up on Twitter. It has 191 retweets, so I guess it's relatively, relatively credible in a way. I wouldn't say credible, but the wordage makes sense. But it says Zion Williamson's former marketing agent files newly discovered evidence in North Carolina federal lawsuit. New claims Williamson and his stepfather were paid $400,000 in October of 2018 in exchange for granting exclusive marketing rights to another agent. So essentially, what that's telling me is that he was paid essentially so he couldn't go to another marketing agency before he was even drafted and that is a huge violation for the ncaa at the very least um and it's also highly illegal so i don't so it wasn't to
2: play at dude it was just for his image
1: essentially yeah so for but when he
3: gets drafted
1: yeah, I, I think that's I think that's what I was reading right. But it doesn't it kinda sounds like Zion's not really involved in it. It was more his stepfather.
2: But he still benefits from having four hundred thousand dollars.
1: But he does benefit, you're right. So it's it it sounds kinda sticky still, so it's very new, but still it's kinda crazy to to see that in a way. So
2: well, we can keep updated on that.
1: Yeah. We'll keep, we'll keep, we'll keep some sort of update on that. Um, but I do, I do want to do one more thing before Kevin and I get into our false top five for this week. Rank. I want you guys quickly. I didn't put this in the Google doc, rank them really quickly. One through four, who is the most likely to get their season finished from from one to four of the major, major sports leagues? Matt, uh, you go first.
0: Number four would probably be baseball. Um, three, without explanation, I'll just say it, but I think baseball. Mm-hmm. Then you got the NBA. Um, who's, uh, then you got hockey. Who am I missing?
1: NFL. NFL.
0: Uh, oh, I think the – well, okay. I mean, I personally think, and I say this a lot, uh, I personally no think the NFL – Well, all right. The NFL <laughs> will move their season to January or February, and they will finish it normally in, like, May.
2: <laughs>
0: so, number one is NFL. Uh, all
2: right. So, number four is going to be NBA. Number three, NFL. Number two, MLB. Number one, NHL.
3: Okay. Bart. Uh, so, I'll go – uh, number 4 nva number 3 uh, my god I'm um, I don't know okay hockey first number <laughs> number 1 okay. for sure yeah uh, football 2 and MLB, mlb 3 there we go all
1: right perfect all right, for uh, me it's for me it's hockey baseball basketball then football because Those sports already have a plan, at least those top two. The NBA has a plan, but who knows if it's actually going to happen. Exactly. So those bottom two, I really have doubts about, but the top two I can really see actually happening.
3: I just think that football still has time.
1: They have time, but we haven't heard anything, and that's my issue with them. So, um, because they have time. Well, that's fair. Well, but the
3: train would have already. If they do right the now. actual face shields,
1: though, I think that's stupid. I Honestly. think that's
3: dumb. It doesn't make any sense. You have bodies colliding, <laughs> people bleeding on each other.
2: Yeah, no big deal. They're going everywhere, vomit going everywhere. Yeah.
1: I just have a feeling the NFL's got a long way to go. It's gonna be they tough were talking to
3: a- like fifty players on the sidelines. So yeah, the, the
1: sidelines, the contact the pretty much lack of plan. I don't know. It's, it's gonna just be a hard. large,
3: large group to control compared to like the UFC where it's just two fighters. And obviously like there's small groups, Exactly. hockey and, uh, baseball and well, the, the NBA okay. basketball, the, the teams are kind of similar size, you know, and then baseball is a little bit larger. So, For sure.
1: yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see, especially when, when the, uh, when the NHL and NBA champions are crowned in early October to see where we're actually at. But let's get back into the last of our false top fives. Kevin, what do you got? Because you got something on, on our dock, but there's real, no
2: no explanation to it. So since we just talked about the NBA, it's fitting. My top five is top five J.R. Smith moments. Number five we all love our J.R. Smith. Number five is when the Cleveland Cavaliers won the title, and he stepped off the plane without a shirt on. Yeah, Number, <laughs> number four. He stepped, or he was on the uh, party bus or whatever during the parade. He took off his shirt again. Man does not believe in shirts whatsoever.
3: I already know it's number one. No, I
2: was you just don't. about to
1: say. No, oh, you oh. don't. This is false. Top this is part. Oh, okay.
2: Number three. <laughs> Anytime Not J.R. Sure Smith really. has a bottle of Hennessy, which is probably what the L.A. Lakers paid him with. <laughs> Number
0: Jesus. two. Which I should say is probably is very disgusting. I hate Hennessy so much. You yeah, hate well, Tennessee. J.R. Smith loves it, and that's probably why he sucks at basketball.
1: Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Matt, why do you hate Tennessee?
0: I love Tennessee. I hate Hennessy. <laughs> oh, no, no,
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> Number gotcha. two. 2018 NBA Finals. There's like three seconds left on the clock. Oh, geez, controversy. Uh,
3: okay. I thought can't, this was going to be number one.
2: Can't pass it to LeBron or call a timeout. Can't do anything that you're supposed to do. You catch a rebound in the lane, you dribble it to half court. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> Go take a layup. Nobody's paying attention to you. Oh, my God. Number one. Number one. Part of me is the reason why I hope the season gets canceled now. The LA Lakers signed J.R. Smith to a contract. <laughs>
3: number one moment. <laughs> try. All right. that, 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 that's fair. I don't know how J.R. Smith finessed that one. But God, the Lakers messed that so up. So what if... showed uh, up without a shirt on with a bottle of Hennessy. That's He's all like, I listen. <laughs> what if it's Game
1: 7? What if it's Game 7 in the NBA Finals and the same thing happens? Runs out a half court.
2: Uh, you will never hear from me again. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be dead. I don't know if I'll be living in the mountains. Uh, like a Beautiful. cave? I don't know. But you'll never hear from me.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, maybe that'll happen and we'll get lucky. Sports world will <laughs> be blessed with J.R. Smith again. But I want to get to my top, my false top five. I'm a big golfer. I want to do the top five people that you see on a golf course. And for me, like, I'm not trying to bark up my own tree or anything, but I feel like I'm a dec- at least a decent golfer, okay? Like, I can hold my own. So I actually go there to – actually play what's your so, handicap um well the, i mean the last 18 holes that i did i shot an 85 so i don't know
3: what that means i don't I know mean, what, I under, said what that means either
1: i just it's, it's decent it's, words it's said. decent for an amateur how about that okay cool um so um my top five people on the golf course, the guy who was just absolutely drunk on the course is like super belligerent. And you can tell that he was drunk, like way before he even teed off. And I've been in front of a couple guys like that, where they can't even put the ball on the tee. They're just so drunk and they fall <laughs> over the place. And it's like, God dang it. That's me. And I'm, us- and I'm usually, you. and I'm usually the guy and I'm usually like, not usually, but a lot of times by myself. So they can just let me play through if they want to, but they won't cause they're drunk. It's like, God dang it. Uh, number two is the guy that's just like, um, I, I'm going to change this up on from the, uh, from our doc, but the guy that who brings his kid out and he's like seven, but he's never held a golf club in his life. And it takes them like thirty minutes to finish one hole. I've been behind a guy like that before, and it's like, bro, you should like. He's never even gone to a driving range. It's like, screw it, let's just go onto the course and see what happens. Like, no.
3: Are you just
2: describing me right now?
1: Yeah. Well, that was going to be our first golf venture. I know. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait. Um. Actually, I should change the name of this to the top five people that I've been behind on a golf course. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to describe anyone's golf game. It's just people that are like super annoying and you can't get around them and they, you know, you know what I mean, but... He's pretty much but, just giving us a warning for when we go golfing. It's like, don't don't
3: be this guy.
1: <laughs> um, I put there's, I know that there's guys that take way too many mulligans on the course. So they do their shot over and over again. I've been behind one of these guys before. Well, to be like in the middle of a hole and I've literally seen a guy take five shots from the same spot and they just won't move on. It's like, Jesus Christ, if you didn't do it the first time, just, just suck it off. <laughs> um, I've been a guy go- I've been golfing with a guy who are these last two the overconfident guy who doesn't take a swing for two years. And they think like one good drive and they're tiger woods. It's like, okay, buddy. Mean, out. Well, you're I, not, I, am know, I am. First. I am Jordan speed. I'm definitely not overconfident. Woods tiger. <laughs> wood, Chris, you had one tigers.
4: good hole the other
2: day, and you're like, "I'm gonna go play another 18 because I'm feeling myself."
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, you're right behind. Called that. out.
3: He's called out.
1: <laughs> you're right, but I, I don't know. Whatever. But we well, you know that there's a difference. There's a difference. Like the and it's this one's a segue into my number five one. It's the guy that pouts after two holes, where he gets so confident, and then he has one good drive, and then after like the second hole when nothing's working, they just get in their cart and then they're just like pout it out. And I've played with a guy like that before. And it's like, okay, this isn't fun anymore. You're just a jerk. So those are my top five people that I've been on a golf course with, or behind a golf course with. If you know any of these guys, slap some sense into them, please. I'll slap you on Saturday. I'm, I will be glad. I will gladly accept that slap if I am one of these guys. So so that's how you want it. Yeah, I do. Oh, God. do part. Anyway. What? <laughs> All right. So let's move on. I know I hyped it up a little bit. Let's move on to shenanigans, Matt. What do you say? Oh,
0: show. Hold on. Kevin, is my music okay? Do you want me to turn it down? Is that okay? Is it fine? I, mean, I it's think fine so. it's fine turn- it. All right. You know I'll turn it down a little bit. That way you hear me well, more. Talk over it, so. All right. You- to hear it. You're right. There you go. We're good. We're fine there. All right. <sighs> Shenanigans. Here we go. First one self explanatory. Florida men. That's all I'm going to say. Accused of selling bleach as a miracle COVID 19 cure. A Florida legislator said Wednesday that he is recovering from the coronavirus, but his parents are now infected. While a man and his three sons are facing federal charges that they illegally sold a bleach-like chemical mixture as a miracle cure for the coronavirus and other diseases. People, we have been through this before. Do not drink bleach. Do not inject yourself with bleach. Bleach does not work. Bleach is a great cleaning product. It will clean you out. You will die. That is exactly how this ends. Sounds like a great
3: entrepreneur
0: absolutely yeah i mean up my life that's god damn it, Chris. okay <laughs> clean up your house too there you go <laughs> just drink alcohol and not bleach yeah just whatever oh my god anyway that's you know florida men that's that's all we can you know say on there next this is amazing man's bladder explodes after holding in pee for 18 hours after beer binge in an incident that redefines sleeping it off, a Chinese man's bladder burst when he unknowingly held his pee in for 18 hours after binging on booze. Dude, you know when you drink beer, you know when you have to pee. Don't. How do you unknowingly do this? That's like. It's like after two beers, I'm ready to. You break the seal. You break yeah. the seal, right? He didn't Maybe break the seal though. He was he, determined. He was holding the seal together with his whole bladder. Uh it was the Hoover Dam. <laughs> the forty year old man identified only as Mr. Who, okay. Reportedly this is wasn't China, but yeah. So
1: Mr. Hoover Dam.
0: <laughs> reportedly <laughs> fell asleep. Thinking. Reportedly fell asleep or passed out. Even if I passed out or fell asleep. If I had, I'd piss myself after downing 10 bottles of beer during a heavy drinking session the night prior. Guys, this gets gruesome. After experiencing searing and abdominal pains, a CT scan revealed that his bladder was torn in three places. The pee-induced pain was so intense that Hu was unable to lie flat, and he failed to relieve himself of his massive urine reservoir despite several attempts. So essentially, his bladder burst so bad that he couldn't pee. And he still had to pee. Even worse, die. I don't. Well, no. Actually, I'm getting there. Even worse, one of the holes had ruptured towards the patient's abdominal cavity and forced part of his intestines to spill into the bladder, a complication doctors deem potentially fatal if not fixed immediately. Uh, More of the story. Don't do that. But he's fine, guys. He had emergency surgery. They were able to fix everything. I hope he can pee. I've. I will admit, I've held my pee in for 10 hours once I was in Times Square in New York watching the ball drop uh, it was amazing, I'll never do it again because as soon as I got, I couldn't even pee anywhere Like I, as I went out, you know I had to wait like 10 more minutes and when you really have to pee, 10 more minutes is a lot but yeah, uh, don't be like could I find Rapper. an alley? yeah, well no, each a alley was, a nation you know, yeah, there, was cops, there was cops all over the place I wasn't going to do that, especially in New York um,
2: but yeah,
3: just don't do I've, that I've pissed in a lot of bushes in DeKalb <laughs> And you
2: also pooped behind a fire department, so I did, yes. But that was Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then last but certainly not least, this is all I have to say. Germany has sausage vending machines. That's it. That's the shenanigan. That's awesome, actually. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Wow. German sausage vending machines. Unless you
2: get a spoiled sausage.
0: Well, <laughs> what
1: that's, I'll that's say, what, what prevents spoilage? Like, well, how yeah. do we know this is grade A meat?
2: Yeah, You're eating some raw meat in your mouth. Kevin, you'd know all that too. All too well, huh? <laughs> you
0: like raw meat in your mouth all the time. Man, say anything like, about raw meat. I hope <laughs> this is, <stop>,
4: is <laughs> spoiled meat. Yeah. <laughs> spoiled. I just, you know,
1: raw meat.
3: You know, <laughs> that, no, what is <laughs> Kevin?
4: <laughs> Wait,
1: what's worse, raw or spoiled?
0: <laughs>
3: spoiled. Uh uh, I think I don't know whatever I throw up after <laughs> okay Both. yeah either way you're you're throwing up, but raw meat can be cured and then it's okay to eat, so yeah, would you rather there you
1: eat, go. would you rather eat spoiled chicken or raw chicken?
2: oh God, I'd rather just stop <laughs> <laughs> there
0: we go, go yeah I prefer to you walk got, away you got the Chinese bladder and then you got German sausage vending machines.
1: And Sketch. I think off of that, I think we'll just walk away from this. Thank Sprecking you, guys. Sausage. <laughs> Thank you all again for tuning in to episode number 22 of Inside the Minds. We really appreciate the support the support as always. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram on ITMPod. Obviously, it stands for Inside the Minds Pod. Be sure to give us a follow. I mean, you know what, Kevin? (laughs) This this is what we deal with. Anyway, but yeah, be sure to follow us. Be sure to tune in next week for episode number 23, released on Saturdays every week.
4: Thanks again. And stay safe and stay healthy. Take care. Toodles. Bye.